Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Finger. Recorded live. Even the president. They're not intimidated. They're not insecure. They believe they can do anything. It's because... They just came from their creator. Their thinking has not been contaminated. They can still feel the seeds of greatness. But too often, over time, they start to get reprogrammed. Somebody tells them what they can't become, what they can't do. Little by little, their environment starts to squeeze them down. A coach, a teacher says, hey, you're not good enough, you're too small. Their self-esteem goes down. They see somebody more attractive and they start to feel inferior. All these things begin to distort who they really are. Before long, instead of dreaming big and believing possibility thoughts, they think, I'll never do anything great. I'm not that talented. I'm just average. When we find ourselves stuck in these ruts, not believing we can rise any higher, we need to ask, why do I think this way? Who programmed me to think that I'm average? Who programmed me to give up on my dreams? Who programmed me to think I can't lose this weight? I can't break this addiction. I've gone as far as I can. Where did those thoughts come from? Could it be that you have accepted a wrong mindset because of the environment you were raised in, the people that you were around? Just because it seems normal to you doesn't mean that it's necessarily normal. Sometimes we learn to function in our dysfunction. Maybe everybody you grew up with was negative. Well, you're not supposed to be negative. That's not normal. Maybe your friends didn't have big dreams. They didn't do anything great in life. Well, that's not okay for you. That's not normal. Just because family members had addictions, bad habits, don't make the mistake of thinking that's okay for you to live that way. Those are viruses that have been passed down that keep infiltrating our thinking. Listen, God created you to go further, to be confident, to be free, to be healthy, positive, happy. You have greatness on the inside. Now, it starts by reprogramming your thinking. I saw a story about this dog, a German shepherd. She was pregnant with puppies. One day, she was walking across the street and got hit by a car. Both of her back legs were broken. She was able to drag herself off the street and back to her house. As the weeks went by, she began to slowly recover. Her legs finally healed, but because they weren't properly reset, when she walked, all she could do was drag her back legs. She couldn't walk properly. Her joints had been messed up. Eventually, she had her puppies. They seemed to be healthy and whole. But a few weeks later, when they started walking, just like their mother, they dragged their back legs. The owner was amazed. He thought maybe they had been injured in the accident as well. Took them to the veterinarian to have them checked out. The doctor discovered there was nothing wrong with their back legs. They were perfectly healthy. Those puppies were simply copying their mother. 
That's all they had seen modeled. In their mind, that's the way they were supposed to walk. That's what's happened to many of us. What we saw modeled growing up. The people that raised us, they were good people. They were doing their best. But in some way, they were dragging their back legs. They were negative, discouraged. Now we live negative, discouraged. They had addictions, low self-esteem. Now we struggle in those same areas. Or maybe they made poor choices in relationships, got involved with the wrong people. Now we're dealing with the same issues. We saw them accept mediocrity. Now mediocrity has become normal to us. The good news, just like those puppies, there is nothing wrong with your back legs. Those are simply wrong mindsets that you've developed. As you get your thinking straightened out, your legs will straighten out. God didn't make you faulty. He didn't create you subpar. He created you in His image. You are His masterpiece, crowned with favor, equipped with talent, gifts. You are destined to live a great life, healthy, abundant, happy, faith-filled. Now, don't go around dragging your back legs. You are not supposed to go through life inferior, low self-esteem, addicted, little goals, little dreams. That's not who you are. Start reprogramming your mind as the head and not the tail. Program it with excellence, not mediocrity. Program it with abundance, not lack and poverty. Program it with freedom, not addictions. This is what my father did. He grew up in a very poor environment. His parents lost everything during the Great Depression. He had no money, no education, no future to speak of. He had been programmed with poverty, defeat, mediocrity. He could have settled there. That's all he had seen. Thought, hey, this is just my lot in life. We're just poor, defeated people. But at 17 years old, when he gave his life to Christ, he started reprogramming his thinking. Deep down, something said, you were made for more than this. You're not supposed to constantly struggle to barely make it through life. He could feel those seeds of greatness stirring on the inside. His attitude was, this may be where I am, but this is not who I am. I may be in defeat, but I am not defeated. I'm a child of the Most High God. Day after day, he kept hitting the delete button. Thought told him, you have no future? Delete. God's plans for me are for good to give me a future and a hope. You have no money? Delete. I'm blessed. Whatever I touch prospers. You have no education. You will never get out of here. It's impossible. Delete, delete, delete. God is making a way where I don't see a way. He's opening doors that no man can shut. He's bringing the right people across my path. I will step into the fullness of my destiny. He reprogrammed his thinking with thoughts of faith, thoughts of hope, thoughts of victory. That's how he rose up out of that poverty, set a new standard for our family. You may have been raised in a limited environment. All you saw modeled was strife, addictions, conflict, low self-esteem, mediocrity. Don't let that set the limit for your life. Don't go around dragging your back legs. God wants you to go further. Now, it starts by getting rid of the viruses. Hit the delete button. The thought tells you you've gone as far as you can, delete. You'll never get well, delete. You'll always be addicted, delete. This is as good as it gets, delete. 
If you'll get good at hitting the delete button, you will break out of bondages and you will step into freedom. You will break out of lack and poverty and step into abundance. You will break out of mediocrity and step up to excellence. Listen, this is a new day. Strongholds are coming down. Wrong mindsets are being broken. Viruses are being cleared out. Get ready for God to do something new. Get ready to see His goodness in amazing ways. Well, Joel, this sounds encouraging, but I don't know. All the experts say, I'll never get well. The experts say, I'll never get out of debt. The experts tell me I've gone as far as my education allows. This is as good as it gets. I say this respectfully, but the experts can be wrong. The experts told us we would never have this building, but here we are today. The experts told my mother that she had a few weeks to live, but 33 years later, she's still alive and healthy. The experts told us Lakewood would never make it without my father, but we're doing pretty good. I read about a bumblebee. According to all the laws of aerodynamics, a bumblebee should not be able to fly. Its wingspan is too small for the size of its body. It can't get enough lift. But here's the key. Nobody told the bumblebee. It didn't get the memo. No experts were able to talk it out of it. The bumblebee felt its wings on its side. Something in its DNA said, I'm supposed to fly. I'm not made to just crawl around on the ground. It didn't go check with the experts. It didn't read the latest engineering report. It just did what was natural and started flapping its wings, took off up into the air. If that bumblebee would have been able to read the negative reports, would have been able to listen to the naysayers, it would have never gotten off the ground. It starts in our thinking. If you don't think you can be successful, you won't. If you don't think you're talented, then you're not. If you don't think you'll meet the right people, you never will. Not because you're not able to, but because of your software. Your thinking is limiting you. When Carl Lewis was training for the Olympic Games, the experts said no person can jump over 30 feet. The scientists had run all their calculations, done all their research. According to their data, no one would ever be able to jump that far. A reporter asked Carl Lewis what he thought about it. He said, yes, I know the experts say it can't be done, but I don't listen to that kind of talk. I know thoughts like that have a way of slipping down to my feet. He went on later that same year to jump over 30 feet and break the world record. Are you allowing negative thoughts to drop down to your feet, stifle your potential? Why don't you do like he did, start hitting the delete button? The experts may have told you how impossible it is, how it's not going to work out, how you're not going to get well. And again, I mean it respectfully because the experts are doing the best they can with the knowledge that they have. What I'm saying is God has the final say. He wouldn't have put the dream in your heart. He wouldn't have given you that promise if he didn't have a way to bring it to pass. Delete what the naysayers have told you. Delete the discouraging words. Delete the negative reports. You've got to get back to your original software. Some of you, this is the only thing that's holding you back. Who told you that you can't be successful? Who told you you can only make C's in school? Who told you you're not tall enough, not smart enough, that you've reached your limits? 
I can assure you that did not come from your creator. Those are viruses that are trying to contaminate your software. Don't let what anyone told you or what anyone showed you to limit your life. There is nothing wrong with your back legs. Start reprogramming your mind. All through the day, dwell on what your creator says about you. I'm blessed. I'm healthy. I'm talented. I'm valuable. My best days are still out in front of me. If you'll do this, I believe and declare every virus is being cleared out, even right now. Strongholds are coming down. Wrong mindsets that have held you back for years will no longer have any effect on you. Like Joshua promised, you will have good success and prosper in everything you do. I declare it in Jesus' name. If you receive it, can you say amen today? Well, we never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places that you've never dreamed. As a thank you for your support of our ministry this month, Joel and Victoria would like to send you a copy of Joel's new series, Better Than Ever, Living a Hope-Filled Life. In this new three-part series, Joel Osteen inspires you to discover more of God's goodness, more of His blessings, and to live out the better-than-ever destiny He has for you. Your future will be better than your past. To request your copy of Better Than Ever, visit us at joelosteen.com or call us toll-free. Number one New York Times best-selling author Joel Osteen delivers his newest book, Think Better, Live Better. How you think determines how you live. Many people are being held back by wrong mindsets. You can't think negative and live a positive life. I'll show you how to delete the wrong thoughts and program your mind for the victorious life that belongs to you. Think Better, Live Better. Now available. Pick up your copy at joelosteen.com. tomorrow morning for another broadcast of Wake Up to Hope with Joel and Victoria, right here, only on TBS. Hello, I'm Pastor Jonathan Miller, and I believe in giving. Do you? You know, Jesus said in his word, it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. And one of the reasons why is because when you actually do receive, many times it's just a blessing. It's just a benefit to you or to a select few who are around you. But when you give, you have the opportunity of being a blessing and a benefit to multiplied millions of people. And that's exactly what the ministry of TBN gives you the opportunity to do. When you sow a seed of financial support to this ministry, you are enabling and empowering TBN to impact 180 nations around the world and multiplied millions of people with the good news of Jesus Christ. So I encourage you today not only to support TBN with your prayers, but also with your finances. And as you realize that your seed is literally making a difference around the world, you will realize it is more blessed to give than to receive. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. You really need to be a partner with TBN. This is a time to preach the gospel like none other. And it's time for the people to know that Jesus is Lord.
Here are two ways you can support TBN. First, create a living legacy by giving a percentage of your estate or a dollar amount to TBN through our estate planning program. Second, if you're 65 years of age or older, you can earn higher interest on your investments as part of TBN's Lifetime Charitable Gift Annuity Program. For more information on estate planning or charitable gift annuities, contact TBN's Living Legacy Department online. I'm Christine Kane, and I have a personal mission to equip and empower people like you to connect with your God-given purpose. Christine Kane has a new program, and it's coming to TBN. Beginning Wednesday, October 26th at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific. Be sure to watch Equip and Empower only on TBN. Up next, watch Joseph Prince proclaiming the gospel of grace on TBN. This is TBN, part of the Trinity Broadcasting family of networks, celebrating 43 years of God's miracles. The following paid program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Joseph Prince Ministries. Today with Joseph Prince. God sees Jesus as us. God sees us in Christ risen. Amen. That God says as Jesus is, so are we in this world. So that opens up a great, great a life of victory and power to the believer. When we see Jesus as He is, the Holy Spirit makes us as He is. From glory to glory. A victorious life can be your reality right now. Today, as a thank you for your gift of any amount to the ministry, we would like to send you Joseph's latest four CD audio series, Rest and You Will Reign in Life. Rest. The work is finished. Our sins are forgiven. Our bodies are healed. We are redeemed. The curse is destroyed. Do you understand, church? We now enter into rest. For a specific gift to the ministry, you can also request the new What Really Happened at... If I 
I'm not with my husband, I can't get no sleep. Oh, come on here. Oh, we're defined by, that's the pastor's wife. Come on here. That's the boss's secretary. Uh, that's Pookie's mama. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's the woman who old man just left her. We're defined by the man we was, and God forbid if you ain't got no man. Then we are simply defined by the shape we're in. This woman this morning has been introduced to us, not by name, not by history, not by her, her gifts, not by her talents, but she has been defined by the shape she's in. <laughs> the woman in the wheelchair. Oh, oh you know her, uh, the sister with the St. John suit. Yeah. <laughs> 
believe that the word of God is quick and living? How many believe that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword? How many believe that the word of God can cut my God between marrow and bone, joint and sinew? But let me tell you one thing, baby. There's one thing that is more powerful than the word of God. The Bible says by your tradition, you make of none effect. Oh my God. The word of God. You can come here and turn cartwheels and give your money and lay out on the altar and skip and dance in the aisle. You can hear the word of God with power and anointing. But if you allow yourself to slip back into your tradition, when you go home, if you let them, my God, put the yoke of bondage back on you, it nullifies what has happened for you in the house of God. She had an issue. She decided not to be bound by traditional thinking. An issue, it is chronic. An issue is slow. She's got that sickly blood-soaked smell. Even the women walk a wide circle around her because when they catch a whiff of her downwind, it makes them gay. She has an issue of blood. There are some private areas in your life. <laughs> There's some things that you're sitting on this morning. Oh, you don't hear me. She used to be pretty, but her skin is gray and dead looking now because the thing has been so chronic. Lord, enough to kill her but too invisible for anybody to rush in and help her. Profound enough to sap her life but too private for anybody to be able to put their hands on it. She has an issue. The Bible says in NIV she was subject to it. Have you ever had anything in your life where private reality and you go along a good long time and six months you feel like you're delivered and eight months you do real good but then my God you become subject to it again oh come on I, I want some honest people in here uh, you, you walk in your victory a good long time you come to the meeting and you got your taste in your Bible and just when you least expected that thing comes on you again she was subject to May not have come every day, but she didn't know what day it might come. Her, the issue of gradual seepage, her strength seeping, her hope seeping, her desire for righteousness seeking in the most private region of her life. How do you ask for prayer about the very thing that is so private that they don't put you out about it in the first place? She has 
and issue of blood. The second thing I see in the text is that there are indicators. Oh, my God. But no one could help her. Now you think that's a bad place to be in. No one could help her. Even Mark places a commentary on the text. He says she had suffered a great deal under many doctors and still kept getting worse. Her, her, her health insurance done left. Her money is gone. Husband done left her. She done spent everything she had trying to get well and she was no better. There are indicators. I came by to remind you, you who think that you are in a bad situation because nobody can help you. This could be a divine indicator that God is getting ready to bust in on you and turn your story around. There comes a time in your life when God will allow nothing else to help you. God, help me in here. There comes a period in your life when every remedy and every substitute and everything you've tried in your flesh just will not work. There comes a time when you can't get an appointment with the pastor. Your therapist is out of town. My God, and God seems to allow your lover and your friend to forsake you. But I want to tell you this morning, get your antenna up. Because there just might be some indicators in the environment that God is getting ready to do something for you. Nobody could help her. It might be an indicator that God's getting ready to break down some idols. Cause you to go back to basics. You've been so blessed you don't have a prayer life anymore. And you've been so prosperous you haven't fasted, my God, since you was a girl. Don't love nobody no more because you don't need nobody no more. Oh, my God, you think you've been made now so you don't have to remain in the making hand of the Lord. But I want to let you know there comes a time when God will allow the carpet to come out from under you. There comes a time, my God, when your job will go and your husband will go and your lover will go and your money will go and your health will go and it won't be the devil doing it. It will be an indicator that God says, I'm getting ready to move in to your story. Because you are losing somebody that the enemy wants to keep out. 
The word's been awesome. It's just been spiritually renewing. Never will be the same again. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Master of My Need on CD. Your necessity is not a necessity. It is, in fact, an opportunity for you to experience another dimension of God's glory. Just one of Bishop Jake's groundbreaking messages that became a movement from Woman Now at Loose. It doesn't matter what they think about you. like God is just dealing with you on an individual basis. And when your gift is $70 or more, you will receive the best of Woman Now Art Loose, Volume 2 on five DVDs, as well as Master of My Need on CD. I am not who I was. I am not where I am. But I am where I'm going. However, when your gift is $140 or more, you will receive Master of My Need on CD, the best of Woman Now Art Loose, Volume 2 on five DVDs, the Woman Thou Art Loose Bible, and Woman Thou Art Loose Mug Set. I feel like God has placed him at the pulpit just to speak words of wisdom and encouragement into my life. Let these time-tested messages take you to a new level of freedom today. I want to thank my partners for your faithful support and provide an opportunity for others to join hands with us to fulfill the Great Commission. P.D. Jake's global partnership system is healing the hurting, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, making a difference by touching the lives of people all around the globe. If you want to be a part of Jesus' love revolution, join hands with us. We're one global family, touching the world with the Father's love. The Bible says she came behind him and touched the border of his garment. When I was stricken with breast cancer, my game when I had to go in the hospital and have my stuff surgically removed oh my god the devil began to tell you see this is what you get for serving God Nobody knows what I'm 
It didn't matter how her deliverance came. You left him mad last year because Bishop didn't lay his hands on you. You stood around in the hallway and told me, well, I ain't coming back no more because them people don't love you. Immediately. 
Bless God, my cell phone don't work out here. I can't call nobody. He simply said this, Mother, 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 be calm, Mother. I know where we are going because I have been this way before.
course I did it when there were other crowds. It's who I am. I want to expand the turf to which people uh, see themselves and see what is possible with one human life. to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch. Enjoy Stingray music free on your mobile.
came and took my worry, replaced it with your glory. And I am so blessed to child, thinking of me. And my past used to shame me, until you came and changed me. I'm so blessed that you're thinking of me. So in the sun you'll be 
download the free Stingray Music mobile app.
Stingray music. All good vibes.
morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, good afternoon. How are you? Uh, I almost killed somebody last night, but other than that, everything's good. And why'd you almost kill somebody last night? You can ask them. I can ask them. Pam. Oh, Pam. Oh. You have problems with your roommates, the sweet mates? Mm-hmm. All righty, then. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Love the college life, huh? I mean, everything is great except them. Mm-hmm. If you think I'm trifling, you got nothing coming, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's probably something you don't even want to hear about because you get disgusted by it. You said what? It's probably something you don't want to hear about. Uh, For that kind of mess, yeah, I don't want to hear about that. Well, do you can go ahead and open up in prayer. Okay. Father God, <laughs> um, we come on this line more to praise you and to get to know you more. <laughs> Thank you for being our source of peace, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to come on the line, Lord, and praise and worship you. Hundred of both Sunday say and touch hearts in the process. Hundred of both Sunday kiss at a Sunday kiss. Amen. Amen. That's right. I forgot Arthur's day off today. Hakarandi the gosesi 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 the goses
Kombodandi Shikose Shikose, Kombo Shilagasada, Kombo Shilagasada, Kombo Shilagasaka, Shingo Shilagasaka, Kombo Shilagasaka, Harambo Shilaganda, Harambo Shilaganda, Horon Shikarando Kose Shikose Shikose, Horon de Kose Shikose Shikose, Horon Kosa Shikose Shikose, Kombo Shilagasada Kasa, Kombo Shilagasaka Kasa Kose. Kumboshi Gasara, Kasara Kasa, Hara Kose de Sharaka, Hara Kose Shirgandra Saka, Hara Kose Shirgandra Shirgose Shandra Shirgosa, Harande Shirgose Yasha Shasfaga, Handra Shirgose, Kumbokra Shirgose Shirgose Shirgose, Harande Kirishabosa, Harande Kirishandraka, Harande Kirishabosa, Shirgombraka, Kumbo, yes, yes, Naga. Now, Father God, hold on the Gosaka. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shirokose, Gosheda, the Gosandaka. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yerokose, Shara, and the Gosarakanda. Now, Father God, hold Shirokum Brushiki, Harasaraka, Shirokum Brushiki, Gosanda. Haragosa, Yeshirikose, Shiraka. Haragosa, Sheshirikose, Shirikosa. Haragosa, Harambose, Shirikose, Shirgasa, Shirikose, Shirgasa. Yes, yes, yes. Some brandy the casa, Hoshara the gose, some brandy the gose, Shandrasa, Shirgose, 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 Shirgasa, Ambosia Gosara, Orandeke, Shirgosa, Ambosia Shindara, Orabosia Shirgasa, Orashanka, Umbosirica, Shirambosake, Umbosiricasa, Orambosirice, Shirgosa, Orambosia. Harandiki, Shirogosa, Shirogosa, Horandiki, Shirogosa, Shirogosa, Kanda, Horombose, Harandiki, Horomboshi, Shanda, Shirogose, Harandaka, Shirogose, Shirogasa, Horomboshi, Shirogasa, Shirogose, Yaradokunda, Sakeke, Rokosa, Kirinokasa, Harombose, Shandarogose, Shandaka, Yasoise, Yarokosa, thank you. Shirikose, Shandaka, Horondi de Gosa, Shandaka, Horondi de Gose, Shandrakasa, Hanrondi de Gose, Shiri de Kumbraka, Boroshi de Gassandrasa, Boroshi de Gose, Shirikose, Boroshi de Gose, Shirikose, Shirikose, Boroshi de Gose, Shirikose, 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 Borandi de Gose, Shirikose, 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 Harambo, Shirikassandra, Shirikose, Shirikose, Sandra,
con voci le cose, se le cose, se le cose, le cose, ieri, 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 da Rocondra, Giacca, Arambosci, le Cassandra, Arambosci, c'era Bossa, entrambi le Cassa, Arambosci, c'era Dessen, c'era Cosa, c'era Gassa, c'era Gosse, Arambosci, c'era Gassa, Andere, le Cosa, Andare, le Cosse, Arambosci, le Cosse, Andare, le Cosse, Andere, le Cosse, Andare, 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 le Cosse, Arandiri de Gosse, Shandrani de Gosse, Shandrasa, Mambora de Gasa, Heshara de Gosse, Shandish de Gosse, Shandish de Gosse, Porandi de Gosse, Shandish de Gosse, Shandish de Gosse, Porashi de Gosse, Shandish de Gosse, Shandish de Gosse, Shandish, Haramboko, Shilakan de Gosse, Shand, Haramboya de Gosse, and Rasilaka, Haramboya de Gasa, yes, 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 Hala Kosilakanda, Koshikiara de Kosa. Harandeshi de Gosse, Harandeshi de Gasa, Rashiko de Garagosa, Harandeke, Shirogosa, Harandeke, Shigandra Shaka, Harandeke, Shirogosa, 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 Harandeke, Shirogosa, Shirogosa, Harandeke, Shirogosa, Yes, yes, Abga, Harandeke, Shirogosa, Horashi de Gosa, she goes to the Grand Regosse, Horadikish, 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 Horadikish,
Sheridan Station, Raka, for Robo Saraka, Sheridan Station, Raka, Homboshe Raka, Shirombose Shirakasa, Horomboshe Shirakasa, Shanda, Nyara Yes, 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 Father God. Yumbosik Randike, Rokosan Raka Sandike, Hokrosikeshi Shirakan Rasa Kondike, Hokosan Rasa, yes, 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 Harambosa, Horashike, yes, Lord. Mm. Thank you, God. Yerokosa, thank you, Holy Spirit. Yerokosa, thank you, Daddy God. Ho, Sharatike, Shakarando, Haranesike, Karamboko, Shakara. Amen. Amen. All right, what's up, Ness? Nothing much. It's Friday. Hallelujah. How you doing today? I'm doing all right. I won't complain. Good, good. I won't either. It was the end of your work week, huh? Yes, sir, it is. All righty. Yes, sir, it is. Sound like you got got some rejoicing in your voice about that. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. That's another thing that God is working with me on. And, uh, yeah, I do. I ain't mad at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's working with all of all of us on a lot of different things. Yes, he is. He is. He's, yep, he's working with me on numerous things. Absolutely. So, I'm just uh, I'm just praying, trusting, mm-hmm. and and asking him who I can be a blessing to. Take the focus off myself, you know. Right now. Yep. Uh, good stuff there. Yeah. Cool. Were you on there when I did the elevation prayer yesterday? I was. Yeah, that got kind of deep. <laughs> I had to. Uh, I had to hang up for about five minutes and help one of my bosses. Plus, my phone has a timer on it at my desk, and uh, I got. I work for like seven different partners in the firm, and I got one that likes to walk over to my desk if I'm on the phone. Uh, she'll kind of glance on with travel and stuff like that, and that can be 30 and 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, I, I missed uh, I missed about probably five minutes of it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 I was cool. on. The, I was on the first 13 minutes, and then had to hang up and came back. Uh, that prayer was that long? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was uh, you. your introduction to what you were going to pray about and what you were led and, you yeah. know, then, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay, well, like, I, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. All righty then. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, God, God be God, that's all I can say. That's absolutely right. That is absolutely correct. I agree. And I'm on time today, too. All righty now. We're making some changes up in her. I've got to. I've got to because even if I I 
start looking for another job, which I've applied for a th- few things here and there. I can't take these habits, you know. I I just I got it's a, like I I just got a lot of work. A work. Yep. Hey, well, it looks like you're approaching, you're facing it, not running from it. I have to. I have to face it or be miserable. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. Hmm. All right. Well, you want to go ahead and open up with a prayer? Yes, absolutely. Um, Father God, we thank you for another beautiful day. We thank you, Lord, for just touching our lives and being a blessing in our lives the way that you have and bringing things to the forefront, Lord, so that we can work on these things and and be better servants for you and others as well, Lord. Father, I pray specifically today for people with cancer. Um, It's just a, a evil disease, but I know that you are the healer, that you are powerful, Lord, and that you can, can react and interact in these people's lives that have cancer and riddled with disease, Lord. I'd also like to pray for people with MS today, that you just help them and continue to give them hope. Chronic illness, Lord, is, is something else, but there again, you are powerful. You can make the change in a second, Lord. Father God, we just want you to know how much we lift you on high and just praise you and and thank you for the things you've already done and the things that you are about to do, Lord. And Father God, thank you, Jesus, that you've instilled in us the the just to be helpers to other people and to bring more people to Christ, Lord. Father, I just I just bask in your in, in your glory and in your love, Lord, and and in your peace and. I just want to say thank you, Lord, and, and God, just, just be with us throughout the rest of the day, Lord. Let no weapon formed against us prosper, Lord. In this we pray in your son Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, you. All right, you. Amen. Anybody else want to pray? Anybody else hiding in the background and open their mouth up and pray? Because I know y'all hiding. Mm -mm. I'll tell you about y'all peepers. All righty, let me pray for you, Nessa. Okay. Rombo yere roko si kedere roko rombo shere rakan rande roko se shande roko sakando roko se. Sandra, are you driving right now? I am. Okay. So check this out. Mm-hmm. Like your, like your finger is in a pool of water. 
And that water is the water of life. Okay. And your fingers just stirring around a little bit. Okay. But it's directly connected. So, like, you know, like a figure like an electric current. Yes. As long as your finger is in that water, life is pouring inside of you. The Spirit of God is entering in you and is filling you up. Even if it's just your finger that's in that water. So you strive to stay connected to God. You strive to keep your finger in that water, and you will have an endless supply of life. Mm. Amen. An endless supply of strength. Oh, Jesus. An endless supply of whatever it is that you need because you will have an endless supply of God. Oh, Lord, yes, yes, yes. Holy Spirit, keep that finger connected to you Mm, mm, mm. so that you can continually pour forth Yes, 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 Father God. Yes, Father God. Keep pouring that inside of her spirit, soul, and body. Keep her finger immersed in that water, Father. That's the water of life, which is Jesus Christ. Mm. Oh, Lord, continue to pour your anointing upon her life. So she can do that what you called her to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Problem. I'm pulling in the parking deck and um thank you. Thank you. Have a good good day. Oogie doogie smoogie. All righty. All right. Bye bye. Well, well. Oh, right. Oh, that's somebody who's hiding. No, I was here the entire time. Oh, yeah, that's that, that's right. You was here in the first place. Well, give me a minute, and then I'll get the list, and then I'll go to the list. Then. Mhm. Mhm. I'm just trying to keep from killing somebody, Daddy. That's all. I just. I want am. To- and I come. I ask. I asked God to help me, but right now I just don't know. I would. I would ask for patience, but he'll send me some stuff to make me patient, and I don't want that. Oh, all righty now. Mm-hmm. So this is already testing my patience. Mm-hmm. I'll have patience with the other stuff, but this is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Well, dear, just always remember Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, dear. For who? You? <laughs> well, well, then you better deal with that other stuff, then. <laughs> ah. Well... College life, isn't this special? Uh-huh. 
he doing upstairs now? Who raised these people, Father? It wasn't God. Everybody has different environments that they're raised in, child. Some farm animals, possibly? Mm-hmm. Are you gaining an appreciation for your home life? I am. Oh, isn't that special? Thank you, God, for not giving me trifling parents and a trifling household, people who know how to act. Yes, I am around fools. However, I'm around smart fools. Mm-hmm. So I like the world. I think about this every day. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like the world. Is that my grandfather right here? Yeah, you heard that sneeze, huh? Mm-hmm. I didn't know them fools was fighting next door. Was it yesterday or the day before? I didn't know that they, <laughs> I was talking to Renee, they actually heard them on the prayer line. I mean, they was at it, too. Um, you know, his you daughter. Wait, which fools? Um, Maxine's son and his, his girlfriend. <sighs> well, they're going to be doing this for about 18 years or until he ends up in jail, whichever comes first. Yeah, you know. They was at. I didn't know. I didn't know until I was talking to Renee later on that they that she heard them. She heard what they were saying because they was at it. <laughs> I'm like, alrighty then. So I don't know if it got physical or not, but I was like, well, okay. It is what it is. Mm. I'm just so angry. Huh. She's so angry. Like, uh, I need help. Where's Erica? I need to talk to her. Mm, she might be on the line on the computer or something. Erica, if you're on the line, please press the space bar. I need some of your clinic. Some of your shingle, Erica. I'm about to transform. Shazam! Well, she might not be on right now, child, so I guess that means you just... I have documentation. The RAs came in there, everything. Well, there you go. See why? At least I have them on my back. I have them. They on my side right now. I didn't do anything stupid. There you go. You no, know, I kind of told I told her that that's disgusting and she needs to clean it up because I'm not going to. And apparently, I was yelling at her and. I wasn't. I wasn't yelling that time. Well, I wasn't yelling. Honestly, 
I had my angry voice, but I wasn't yelling. Mm-hmm. 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 Whatever. No, you mm-hmm. got to take trail, child. That's most important. Uh, and they so dumb. When they cause a pleasant plumbing problem. They don't pay for it, Morgan. They don't care. I'm not paying for it. That's the thing. My phone. Father, I'm upset. Can you tell? You said what? I'm upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Woo! Hmm. Got a man waiting to bring his lap. What time is it? Almost 8 o'clock. Okay. Does anybody get online around this time? Well, Arthur's on vacation today, so he'll be on later on. Eric, a lot of times early in the morning, is on the computer. Or, you know, stuff like that. I don't know where Lisa's at because she would be on, but, you know, she's getting ready to head to school. Felicia might be on about now. Pam normally doesn't get on the later. You heard Vanessa on. And other than that, you know, I'm not sure. So that's how that cookie crumbles. Huh. Well, I have a class at 10. Good morning. Mm-hmm. I'm for the exam, so I'll be in there for like 30 minutes or so. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Oh, this. How are you? I'm good, myself. That's good. You want to counsel my child? She's in a, a little, little bit of a mood. What you happened? My sweetmates are disgusting. Oh, there's no way around that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so much for the counseling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry to tell you, there's nowhere we, we cannot counter at home training. So if they didn't pick up at home, they're not going to pick up at school. So, but I'm not there. used to people, you know, acting like they were raised by animals. And this is some female things, so I'm quite sure you understand what she's saying. Well. Unfortunately, um, have you already talked to them about it? First, I told the RAs. Then I told. <sighs> See, this is all strategically planned. First, I told the RAs, 
And then one of them said, you can confront them. I said, okay, because I wasn't going to say nothing until somebody told me to because I needed that permission from them so they can have my back, you know. So I did, and apparently I, like, literally banged on her door, ran into her room, started screaming at her. That's what she That's what she said. And all that stuff. So now it's your word against her. Not even that. It's the fact that my friends were in my room, so if I was screaming at her, they would have heard it because it's like you can hear. If I were to yell, the she in my room, she would be able to hear it. And we were in the bathroom having that conversation. So then they definitely would have heard it because our bathroom is like we share a bathroom and it's connected to our room. Well, I'll go back to my regular my regular statement. If they were never told to pick up behind themselves at home, they will never do it at school. It would be even worse at school. Um, the only thing I can suggest is just to keep yourself separate from theirs, especially since you have to share the space. Because there's no way around it. There's no way around it. If you want to keep the peace, you don't want yourself to start ending up missing and broken and everything else. So, you know, when you go in there, you know you clean up after yourself. You know, just, yeah, there's no way around that. You You can't undo home training. Unfortunately, it it's, it's, it can't be done. And I know that's not what you want to hear, but, you know. Uh, the, only other, the only other thing I can tell you is to have another sit down with the RA and your sweet mate. There's a a witness from the school that you had the conversation and the request that they, you know, they they not be so unsanitary with their things. We are, and we're also having like a roommate, I mean, sleepmate contract. Huh? We're we're having a sit down with them. Probably uh-huh. Tuesday because one of them's going out of town. Oh, it's just so many details. I'm trying not to stay on the line because my dad is going to start gagging and stuff. Um, yeah. She's going out of town and staying out of town, or one of them is staying. One of them is going, and they need. We need both of them. Oh. I to have this, so. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta yeah. <laughs> That's convenient. So they gotta wait for the other one to come back from out of town. Yeah. And I'm gonna hmm. just keep taking pictures every time I see someone until then. That's the best you can do. 
you know. That's the best you can do. I mean, you don't know. Maybe the, maybe the one that's going out of town is the nasty one. So then you'll know who actually is the, you know, the actual person that needs to be addressed. So that's a good thing. But I feel you. I had sweet mates too, but I went away and I was just like, hmm. Hair products and hair and everything else is all over the place. Like, all right. Oh. You'll get through it. Don't take it personal. It's not Why a personal thing. Don't take it thing. personal. It's not personal. It's not a personal thing because, again, it's it's not directed towards you. It's not, it's not, it's not that they're doing it to irritate you. It's just that they have no home training. And so you gotta be and here's and here's here's the here's the go away. Understand that this is how life is gonna be from now on. Welcome to adulthood. Now you sound like my dad. <laughs> I mean it is. I mean because the thing is you're gonna have people who do stuff because that's how they were raised. And it feels like it's personal, but it's not. They don't even see the ignorance or the nastiness in what they're doing because that's what they've been doing forever. And so for somebody to tell them that it's wrong, it's just like, who are you? I've been doing this since I was, you know, nobody's correcting me up until now. So it's your issue, not mine. Uh, and that you know you gotta learn that now because that's how, especially now because everybody's ignorant. I mean, you go into the workforce, you you know it's like from from the manager down, somebody's gonna be ignorant because they just that's how they've always been, and they're not looking to change. They're not looking to change. They gonna cause a plumbing problem. <laughs> and I'm well, not paying for it. Well, I mean, just like you've been doing, taking the pictures and showing, you know, keeping record of it so that if there does become an issue, you have record. That's, that is the best you can do to cover yourself and then keep going back to the RA and making sure that the RA right to down. So if anything comes up, it's on record that Morgan Farley let it be known that there was an issue and it was not addressed properly. So Morgan Farley should not be held responsible for something that she kept pointing out before it became an issue. That's one thing I learned in corporate America that if you don't have record of it, nobody else is going to keep record of it. So then it's your word against theirs. But if you write down every time you go to the RA, every time you see the issue in, in, in the bathroom, they come at you. You can bring out your notebook and say, okay, let me tell you, on October 28th, I told the RA, this is the issue. On October 15th, I told the RA, this is the issue. 
I address my, you know, that's that's the only thing you can do. That is the only thing you can do. Unless there's, unless, unless you know somebody above the RA, but even then they'll tell you to go back and address the issue with the RA and your sweet mate. So wait for wait to do the contract and see what happens. But continue to keep record. I know you don't want to hear that, sweetie, but that's that's all. No, I understand because that's kind of what I've been doing. Like I'm not in a I'm not going to I'm not gonna make a move unless I have somebody that I know is gonna back me up, especially since I'm the minority over here and they can use that against me. Yeah, because the way she the way she texted me, she made it seem like I was an angry black woman, and I barely, <laughs> raised, my voice. I, I barely raised my voice. Wow, my voice was stern. You could tell I was angry, but I did not yell at all, and I purposely did that. And I, when I went over there, my friends were in my room. Like I said, you can hear them. I did not tell them I was going over there. Just, just. <laughs> And they didn't hear anything. Like, they didn't even know I left and went over there to talk to them. That's how I was. <laughs> Morgan, when somebody's intimidated by you, you don't have to raise your voice and they'll still feel like you're yelling and hollering or whatever because of the fact that they're intimidated. Exactly. Which, you know, it is what it is. That's not your problem. So. Like how you would get, you would yell at the dog and every time you, (laughs) every time you would get angry, the dog would run away. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Again, that's not my problem. So. It's just, you know, like, again, welcome to college life. Welcome to real life. Stuff is going to happen and continue to happen. You're so disgusting. I knew it was going to be like high school, but dang. Just because you get older doesn't mean it gets better. I mean, even in corporate America, you go into something. Yeah, you'd be like, this is how your house looks? Okay. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. But you know what? Here we go. So, Bottle becomes for Morgan Parley. We thank you for this this young lady who is has been raised up to know better, and she knows home training is important. We speak that your peace will go before her, O oh Lord. Help her change the atmosphere that she's in. Help her example show and and demonstrate how life and health and home training looks. Let her example be in how she acts and reacts and that her example is seen and that those who are in her atmosphere will change accordingly. 
Lord, help her to have patience as she goes through this issue to see the change in those around her as they align themselves to her energy, as they align themselves to her spirit, because her spirit is aligned to yours. And, Lord, let there be peace, let there be patience, let there be humbleness, and let there be joy that falls in between the sweet mates so that there's an understanding and no miscommunication. Let the fear and the doubt from both sides or one side be made manifest and addressed so that any stereotypes can be canceled. Because she might not have never been near a black person before either. It's just like that. Um, but anyway, <laughs> and Lord, just let it be as it should. For her good, for more good, good, but for your glory. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. Why is this so irritating? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, boo. What you sorry what? for? You ain't do it. I'm not mad at you. Hello. I don't know how irritated you are. Been there, done that. And you just want to shake up. What is wrong with you? I need you to get it together. <laughs> I say that to my friends and people I care about. Then it's just like, I'm not touching it, I'm not cleaning it, get rid of it. it. Now I'm acting like my father. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Alicia, I'll call you. And I'll express to you the details. Okay. Because my father gets squeamish. Okay. You don't want to hear it. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear about it. No. It's my life. <laughs> anyway, let me do these lists because I got to get out of here at 9, so... Um, I don't want to do it. Okay. For the move family, who should go say, 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 should go Saraka, Sakara. The Tola family, who should go say, should go say, should go say, should go say, Nyanda go Nidiganda go Nidiganda go say, should go. Sakara, Teresa Crosby, who should go say, 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 who should go say, should go say, should go say, should go say, who should go say, should go say, Sakara, Sakara, Nancy Brewer, Hundred to the Gandhi to go 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 to the
Morgan Macmillan and the family. Hundred to go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she was sort of a duck. Hundred to go say she to go say she to go say she was sort of a duck. Hundred to go say she to go say she to go say she was sort of a randa. Sakara. Manya Rosa. Who should go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she was sort of a duck. Who should go say she to go say she to go say she to go say she was sort of a duck. Who should go say she to go say she to go say she was sort of a randa. Sakara. Rochelle,ホシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシルゴセシル
I got Brandon's kids, Ben's kids and grandkids, Imani Williams, Ebony Pearson, who should go say she 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 go Rose Johnson, Regional Foster, Donald Luster. Okay. 
Kivalana, who should go station to 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 go Push the President Obama, the mastermind group, who should go say she 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 go Um, <laughs> Thank you. 
Maria Mathis, Tony Agner. Oh, she's gonna say, 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 she's
to continue to give her patience and, Father, to, to encourage her to control her tongue. We know that this is a part of growing up and learning how to to deal with people. And it's on such a personal level, and this is new for her. But she needs this experience. And she's trying, but it's trying her. Father, we just we pray that you continue to, to gird her up, to give her the strength that she needs to remain calm. They're going to to make it worse for her before it gets better. And Father, we just pray that she continues to to seek you as well as others who care about her to keep her her temperament manageable. Father, we know that this is the enemy using situations and circumstances and other people to come at her. And Father, we just ask that that, that you bind that effort. That it's a it's a mild irritation, but that it does not cause any major damage on any of the people concerned. We thank you, Father, for the hedge of protection that you have around Morgan. We thank you, Father, for covering her and protecting her. We thank you, Father, for your unconditional love, for your mercy, and for your grace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Prisoners and missionaries. Father, we lift up the prisoners and the missionaries, starting with the prisoners, Father. It must be very difficult to to live in such confined quarters and have every aspect of your life controlled. And sometimes that uncomfortableness just gets the best of you. You know, in Chicago, in the jail this week, there there was a fight and people got hurt. Father, we pray for everyone's safety for the prisoners as well as the, the guards and other personnel in the jail. Father, we pray for we pray for peace within the jails, which is a tall order. But it is not too much for you, Father. We pray that the that the prisoners are finding other things to do with their time other than get into trouble. Father, we pray that those that believe in you speak of you and plant seeds in those that do not know you yet and that if those that do know you, if they are if they are walking in you, that the others will will recognize something different in them. 
and start to ask questions and to seek you on your own, on their own. We thank you, Father, for always being available to us when we need you. Father, we pray for the missionaries. We pray for their continued safety. We thank you, Father, for these people who have answered the call to help others less fortunate than themselves. We thank you, Father, for their for the sacrifices that they make with their families and and, and, and personal sacrifices. And we continue, Father, to ask you, we continue to lift them up, praying for their safety, for their health, and for their wellness. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Churches and congregations. Father, we lift up the churches and the congregations this morning, praying for the leadership in the churches. Father, that praying that they too continue to seek you. Some know you better than others. But Father, it is those that, that do not know you well and yet are trying to lead a congregation that is leading them astray. And we just pray, Father, that is whatever that whatever is blocking them from hearing you. that that be removed and so that they can know your voice specifically and start doing what it is that you want them to do. Father, we pray for the strength of the congregations, the strength of character. We pray, Father, that they do not lean solely on their pastors, that they seek you on their own that they learn your voice on their own. And, Father, we just pray that if they are not being fed in their church homes right now, that they will have the strength to seek another one or to seek you outside the church and to allow you, Father, to teach them what it is that they need to know. And then, in turn, they can help others. So we thank you, Father. for the churches and the congregations and for and for your guidance to them as much as they will allow, Father. Again, we thank you for always being there for us, the beacon of light in our darkness. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Sick and shut in. Father, we pray for those that are ailing mentally, physically, socially, financially. When something is bothering us, regardless of of what it is, it does take a toll. 
But, Father, in your book, you you help us to deal with all the different ailments that occur in our lives. And, Father, we pray that those that are sick and shut in, if they are able, that they go to your word, Father, to seek the true help that they need. And if they are unable to go to your word, then, Father, we just pray they go directly to you, that they seek you, that they talk to you, that they ask you what it is that they need to do. How can they heal themselves? And not that they ignore the doctor, because perhaps that is the way that they need to go. But we all know that we contribute to our ailments. So, Father, we just ask that you that you wrap your arms around them, that they can feel your love, that they can feel the peace of you inside them. We pray that they that they seek you, Father, and ask you for guidance and direction. We pray, Father, for their health and wellness, for the healing of their bodies, of their souls and other spirits. We pray for their loved ones, and that they are all of one accord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Prayer Shift and Ministries. Father, we thank you for creating Prayer Shift and Ministries. We thank you, Father, for this, for this port in the storm of having some place to, to call to, for fellowship, for sharing, and learning of your word, Father. We thank you, Father, for the the encouragement that we give each other, for the love that we give each other, for the uplifting. We thank you, Father, for for the training that we are receiving, for the seeds that are being planted, that are being watered, that are being sold. Father, I pray for every member of Prayer Shift and Ministries, whether they're on this call right now or thinking about this call, praying for their health and wellness, praying for increase in their finances, praying that they are being blessings to others, whether they realize it or not. And I ask you, Father, to bind the efforts of the enemy who cannot come at them directly because they are too strong in you, but will use situations and circumstances and other people to try and and block their blessings. The enemy can't stop them, but he can slow them down. So we just ask, Father, that you bind his efforts. And continue, Father, just continue blessing the prayer shift in ministries 
with wisdom, with patience, with discernment, with leadership, with compassion, with knowledge. with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Our youth. Father, we're lifting up the youth this morning. Mm. In the reading the other day, Sam talked about how the younger generation is not even attending church, that the, that the, the churches are mm, the young people just just aren't interested and, and we don't know if it's because they, they haven't been introduced or because of all the shenanigans that go on in the church that just becomes such a turn off but Father we know that our youth need you. They are running amok, and those that are trying to do right have become targets. Father, we just pray that that people are that that your children, those that know you, will start to will continue to plant seeds and to water those seeds on a continual basis. And that at some point in these children's lives, they will get curious and start to seek you on their own. Because they're not going to make it without you, Father. They need your love. They need your attention. They need your protection. Each one reach one. So we pray for the safety of the children, Father. We pray that they start to feel your love and to wonder what that is and to get curious and to start asking questions and to seek information, to seek you, to strengthen their spirit, their soul, and their body so that they will know whose they are Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mm. What else? Samuel, come off mute. Unsaved. Okay. Um... Father, we lift up 
and stand in the gap for the unsaved. Those that may may know you, Father, but have not but but have not gone further. They may attend church, Father. But they have not given their life to you. They have not been reborn. We pray, Father, that they that somewhere along their path they encounter someone who is not only saved but who will plant the right seed and that they keep encountering your saved children, Father, that will water that seed. And that it will make the unsaved curious, that it will make them seek you even more to realize what it is that, that they need to do to be on a new level, to know you in a way that they don't know you now. We pray, Father, that they start to feel like there is something missing in their spirit and that it will get stronger and stronger until they have no choice but to find out what it is. And if they do nothing but but just talk to you, Father, and ask you, what is this empty feeling that I have? And then we pray that they will hear you when you tell them. But until then, Father, we'll continue to pray for them, for their health, for their wellness. We pray that they continue to seek you and that they will open themselves up to hear what it is that you are trying to tell them. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Um, is that all a major one? What's the other one? Um, deceased and what? Deceased and hospice. Okay. Um, deceased and hospice. Father, we lift up the families of the deceased and, and those that are in hospice. Praying for them, Father, during this, this time of grief. Praying that, Father, that they can feel you inside of them, around them, knowing that the pain will not last forever if they don't hold on to it. 
knowing, realizing that their their loved one is no longer suffering and, as we say, is in a better place. Sometimes people know it. They just have a hard time accepting it. So, Father, we pray for for their strength. We pray that they are there for each other. Death brings out such an ugly side in people sometimes, Father. And we just pray that, that the families are putting their differences aside and being there for one another, to support one another, to love one another as they deal with the loss of a, lo- loss of a loved one. And for those that are dealing with the potential loss of a loved one. Father, we pray for the spirit of those that are in hospice, praying that they are making things right with you, that they are seeking you as well, Father. We know all decisions, all final decisions are yours. But we know not the day or the hour. And if they are not saved, then we pray that they get saved. And if they are saved, Father, we just, we pray for their continued seeking of you. And we pray for peace in their spirit. We thank you, Father, for your unconditional love, for your mercy, and for your grace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Dear prayer shifting ministries and their families, right? Well, dear prayer shifting ministries, I didn't so much do their families. Um, Father, we lift up the the families of prayer shifting ministries. Mm. Thanking you, Father, for for their support. Praying, Father, that even if the families are not on the call, that they that they hear the call sometimes, that they that they feel the energy from the call. We know our calls can, can, can run long, Father, but it is for all of our betterment, not only for those calling in, but for their families as well. And, Father, we just continue to pray for the health and wellness of the family, praying for, for their protection, praying that they as well seek you, Father. that the seeds that are being planted in them and that are being watered will encourage and inspire them to seek you on their own, Father, on an increasing basis and to realize and to get to know you 
for themselves. In my prayer, amen. All right. Um, I guess it's just the other list. You already put it for you, but um, of course, there's all that lovely stuff. Okay. You say I already prayed for you. What? Discernment, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, walking in the realm of supernatural. Oh, I always refer to you on those. What? I said I always refer to you on those. Yeah. <laughs> I know it. Okay. Um sermon. Y'all should have go around it and go say should have 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 go surround it and go sometimes. Sunday go say yes, 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 Father God. Bo Yarambrasike She Sharandosike Haramoko Sakara. Now it's wisdom understanding. You don't run this. You don't go say can't run. You don't go say you don't go say get it. Haranike, Sakara. Peace is the past and all understanding. Who should go say she don't go under the gun to the gun? Who should go say she run under the gun to the gun? Saraka. Who should go say she don't run under the gun? Who should go say she don't run under the gun? Who should go say she don't run under the gun? Who should go say she don't run under the gun? Who should go say she Financial turnaround and breakthroughs. I need to go to the Gandhi 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 to Grace, mercy, and favor. Yen de go se she 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 de go saraga. She she de go se she de go se she de go se she de go saraga. Randa ka rambote sakara. Grace, mercy, and favor. Peace and pass for all understanding. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Growth in our gifts and our fruits. Walking Walking in the realm of the supernatural, financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. Grace, mercy, and favor, growth from our gifts and our fruits. Um, that's not nice. Gifts and our fruits, supernatural, superhuman, peace, ability, I mean, strength, ability, gifts, and all that other stuff. And the synergistic increasing, 
Increase supernatural strength, ability, gifts, and talent, Father. Pour that down the side of our spirit, souls, and bodies, as we continue to increase, and press, and go forth to your holy name, Jesus. So, amen, amen, and amen. Yes, Father God. Hmm. Ability of um, perseverance to the end. Yoko Boti did a gun, Rossi did a good run to go to Daka, Rombo, Randigo Seke, Boko Randigo Session, Randigo Session, Dandago Sadaka, Daka, Boko Randigo Sata, Sakara. Grace, mercy, favor, peace, how's what I'm standing with, I'm a supernatural, break this turn around. Okay, financial abilities, strength, talent. Um, I think we might have covered everything. I can't think of anything right now. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna say all of this has been covered, Dan. So um, yeah, well, this is Okay. Well, reading will be next. I'm driving right now, so I can't send out a text. So as soon as I get a chance, I'll send out a text, and the reading will be next. Woo-hoo! Okie dokie, Smokey. Happy, happy joy, joy, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, we know that's your life. Yep. Hey, but I'm happy because my van actually has heat, and I can actually feel it. First time in here. Wait a minute, you happy because what? My van has heat, and I can actually feel it, and I actually get warm in here. Woo! First time in years. Yeah, that is a reason to be happy. Thank you, Jesus. No, okay. I ain't got to try to defog up some mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, where's that towel at? All right, right, right. Trying to give me a, a, a hair heater so I can fall. <laughs> okay. ice off the window. Okay. 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 Ok
Oh, Jesus. Really, I should have got a real job. Yeah, okay. That's overrated also. Yeah. Don't you be listening to the rest of us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a pulled in there. Oh, no, 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 no. All righty. I'm about to send this text out while I start. It's time management. So I wasn't about to hang up.
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I sound a little bit more chipper today. So what? I say you sound more chipper today. Um. Well, thank you. I guess. That's a good thing. I won't dispute it. Yay. I close my too. 
No, I said, open. What did it end up changing the front out there? A business with no sign is no sign of business. A sign of no business. Y'all got that? A business with no sign is a sign of no business. Okay. Makes sense. And that's what was on the blank wall where the business used to be. Okay, Pancho. What's Cisco? What? You said, okay, Pancho. I said, what's Cisco? Hey, Pancho, go over the ridge and take them in and be down. Oh, Cisco, I don't know if you tell me to do it. I'll do it, though. Oh, Pancho, you're just so funny. <laughs> The Further Adventures of Cisco Kid. Okay, what you juicing and smoking this morning? The what? I said, what are you juicing and smoking this morning? Well, you know, just a little bit. Actually, I need my other juice. I ain't got time to do my other juice. I got to find some help. So. Oh, okay. So. <sighs> Try to get out. I got people waiting on me. I got works to do. Okay. You've been hit by, you've been hit by a smooth criminal. Oh, I'm sorry, that wasn't gospel, my bad. Yeah, you just feel some kind of way, huh? Feel what? <laughs> yeah, you just feel some kind of way, huh? I'm always feeling some kind of way. Hallelujah. 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 H
Yes, 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 Holy Spirit. You're in a go run, in a go session, 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 in a go Holy Spirit, enter in. You have a full motion of Karandaka, Rokosir, Rokosaka. Enter in. She ran into Rokosir, 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 Rokosaka. Let the anointing fall. Dara Koshir, Karandaka, Rokosaka. Give us that which we need in order to press off all the issues of Rokosir, Rokosaka. Give us that which we need in order to rise up to become the men and women that you call us to be. She ran into Rokosir, Rokosir, Rokosaka. Father God, Holy Spirit, you're the closer to the negotiation of the render of Sarakandaka. Holy Spirit, you're the condition of the negotiation of the negotiation of the San Yes, 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 Daddy God. Render the Gosan, take it to Gosan, render the negotiation of the San Raka. Arambotti, the Gosan, 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 the Gosan,
Come on! Hold on! I'm straight! Hey! Daddy, hey, Daddy! You got me, too! Okay, y'all hear me? Yep. All right. Okay, today we are coming thrust into the promised land. The Elijah Revolution tsunami will thrust us upon the nations and into our promised land. A parallel in the book of Joshua serves to give us even more insight into what it will take, what will take place. As we explore this book, we'll see that it's more than inspirational. It's also strategically relevant. Am I coming in through clear because I got it on speaker? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out from Achaia Grove and came to the Jordan, he and all the children of Israel, and lodged there before they crossed over. 
So it was after three days that the officers went through the camp and they commanded the people, saying, When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites bearing it, then you should set out from your place and go after it. Yet there should be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Do not come near it, that you may know the way which you must go, for you have not passed this way before. Hmm. The coming tsunami will project us into a place we've never been before. Israel had lived in bondage to Egypt for 400 years. They had also lived 40 years in the wilderness. The one place they had not yet ever been was a place of their ultimate destiny, the promised land. Everything would be different in this place, and they would see and experience things they had never done before. For that reason, they were instructed to be ready for the unexpected. You have not passed this way before. This, of course, is an important message for us today. The Elijah Revolution crossover will take us into dimensions we had never seen before. This means we will not be able to say things like, oh, yeah, this is like the Protestant Reformation. This is like the Great Awakening in Jonathan Edwards' day. Or this is like the Welsh Revival or even the Azusa Street Revival. The healing movement of the 40s and 50s or the Jesus movement of the 60s. There will be nothing to compare it to because God isn't trying to get us to relive history. The measures of the revolution will be very different than the past. Israel was used to circling in the wilderness and remembering every place they arrived at from the last time they were there. Every experience came to some degree of deja vu factor. Now, however, they were told to fasten their seatbelts, for you have not been this way before. Israel was told to follow the Ark of the Covenant, the vessel of the presence of God, by 2,000 cubits. Israel would not dare enter the land without coming in behind this holy presence. I caught that when I read that. That's the first time I caught that, that how they needed to let the power of God go before them. 2,000 cubits is a very prophetic measure that gives us some insight into the specific timing of our crossing over. Jesus Christ will become a prophetic fulfillment of the ark, the vessel of the presence of God. As he was God in the flesh, and in him dwelt the fullness of the Godhead, Colossians 2 and 9. Interestingly, we are now about 2,000 years after Jesus made his appearance on earth. Prophetically, that seems to give us some symbolic element for our revolutionary crossover into the promised land. Hosea 6 and 2 also leads support to this possibility. After two days, he will revive us in the third day. He will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. We are told in 2 Peter 2 and 8, that with the Lord, a day is a thousand years. Using these mathematics, after two days translate to after 2,000 years, then he will revive us. Our generation is the planned time for the crossing over for the last revolution. We will enter dimensions we have never entered to before because he will revive us and raise us up. The Hebrew word for revive is shea, which means to live prosperously, to restore, to revive from sickness, from discouragement from faintness, from death. Contrary to the belief of many, these blessings are a hope we can latch onto right here on earth right now. The reason he is reviving us is not so he can rapture us before the enemy wipes us out. Rather, he is reviving us to raise us up. The Hebrew guam, Q-U-W-M, means to arise and become powerful, to fulfill, to rise up and impose. Before he raptures us or takes us away, he's going to make us powerful. Before he bursts through the clouds to come get us, we're going to fulfill our mission and assignment. That mission and assignment is to impose, oh, my God, thank you, Jesus. Mm. 
to impose. Do you get that forcefulness when I'm talking about that word right there? To impose. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that right there. See, even in the word of God, he said the kingdom of heaven is suffering the violence, and the violent take it by force. You cannot get the promises of God unless you are forceful. You, if you let the enemy just walk over you, you will be beat up. But God is saying in his word that you must impose his will. You must impose his word. If you're going to walk in the promises, these are things that God has promised you. Why are we not living in a promise? Because, see, we got to know his word before we can walk in it. You got to get into his word and let the Holy Spirit begin to teach you these things. And then you can walk in it. God does not want us to be a weak, damaged, beat up church. He wants us to be a powerful vessel, especially in these last days. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, Father God, thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. The reason he is reviving us is not so he can rapture us before the enemy wipes us out. Rather, he is reviving us to raise us up. The Hebrew quantum means to arise and become powerful, to fulfill, to rise up and impose. Before he raptures us or takes us away, he's going to make us powerful. Before he bursts through the clouds to come get us, we're going to fulfill our mission and assignment. That mission and assignment is to impose the desire of heaven on earth. We will fulfill Jesus' prophetic prayer, Matthew 6 and 10, that God will be done, God's will will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, to establish heavenly reality before he comes. We're very familiar with the future reign of our king, but he also has a present and ever-increasing reign. Isaiah 9 and 7 tells us that of the increase of his government, there will be no end. His government will always be on the increase here on earth as we arise and impose the will of God. The victims of our imposing are not people. People will benefit greatly. The victims will be the demonic powers and principalities. All else will take care of itself as we accomplish this assignment. Israel did not own land, nor did they possess cities or nations while they were in the wilderness for those 40 years. They were survivors with a defensive mentality. Their minds and spirits have been shut down to their potential by 400 years of servitude in Egypt. They had, gained and, and they had an ingrained poverty spirit brought on by a history of just trying to survive. Though God was supernaturally able to extract them from Egypt in just one day, it took them 40 years to extract Egypt from them. In fact, only two, Joshua and Caleb, were taken all the way from Egypt to the Promised Land. All of us died in unbelief along the way. Once they had crossed the Red Sea, the Promised Land had been there as a matter of days from a geographical standpoint. Yet it was 40 years before the people of Israel finally crossed the Jordan and began to take the nations that were promised to them. It's important that we understand that displacing these nations was the original promise God gave Moses from the burning bush of Exodus 3. The Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians 
and to bring them up from the land to a good land and large land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites, the Amites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. The point is extremely relevant for us today. The wilderness was never promised to Israel. We too have a Christian experience for the last 2,000 years, but this was never God's original intent. His purpose is spelled out in Exodus 3. To paraphrase, he says, I've seen the cry and the pressure of my people, and I don't like it. I'm not a sadistic God. My heart is to bless those who are called by my name with as much blessing as they can handle without self-destructing. I have good and large land for them, a land that flows with milk and honey. I have an unlimited abundance, unlimited favor for them there, and it is my heart to give it to them. The sneaky part of this promise is what he added as a throw-in. This place of promise was currently dominated by the Canaanites, Hittites, and a lot of other ites. More detail on them will come later, but the initial deal was laid out at the burning bush. Take the land of the nations of the land, and boy, do I have incomparable blessings for you there. I'm going to just stop it there. Hmm. Okay, here we go, people. The Elijah Revolution tsunami was thrust upon the nations and, and into our promised land. A parallel in the book of Joshua serves to give us even more insight into what will take place. As we explore this book, we'll see what's more than inspirational. It's also strategically relevant. Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out from the Achaia Grove and came to the Jordan. He and all the children of Israel and lodged there before they crossed over. So it was after three days that the officers went through the camp and they commanded the people, saying, When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites bearing it, then you should set out from your place and go after it. Yet there should be a space between you and it, about 2,000 cubits by measure. Do not come near it, that you may know the way by which you must go, for you have not passed this way before. So just breaking this down right now, first of all, Joshua got up early in the morning. Okay? He didn't wait to the middle of the day. He got up early in the morning. So that means well, we, we, got to, we got to get up and do something, first and foremost. Then they went to the, they went, he set out from the care grove and came to the Jordan. The Jordan was a river that they had to cross over in order to get to the promised land. The Jordan was a river, and when Joshua set his feet in the Jordan, then the waters parted. Because remember, Joshua, he had to fulfill Moses' steps. And so he, 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 not until he came and put his feet in the water, did the waters part back. Then they crossed over. And after three days, the officers went through the camp, and they commanded the people, saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God, and the priest of the Levites bear it, then you should set off in your place, set a space between your head. Again, we need to see God early and wait upon him and then follow his lead. Don't just run out there and do stuff and then say, Lord, bless my mess. See God early, wait upon his movement, and then follow his lead. The coming tsunami will project us into a place we've never been before. Yeah. Hold on a second. Where you at? Oh, the key to the lock. Uh, I might have to get it from Weldon. Upstairs. Hold on a second. Hey, Weldon, you keep for that lock. 
I said I need to keep it locked. I told y'all I didn't put you on the door. I couldn't get warm. It's down there. I read it. He said it's down there on the door, but I need to work. He said it's down on the door, but I need to work. You said down there on the floor? You said down there on the door by the piece of wood. By the floor. By a piece of wood. Move a piece of wood. (laughs) Well, we still got to get this open anyway. So we got to tear it up. If you do, man, give me one word by that number. On the key, on the floor, down by the door. On the door, son. That's what we're talking about. I don't know what to deal with it. Yeah. Oh, it's just left right at the door. Open the door. All right. Let me finish this. No, no problem. No problem. Everybody doing what we got to do. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, I heard you. Okay, but coming to the army with projectors into a place we've never been before. Israel has lived in bondage to Egypt for 400 years. They lost a little 20 years in the wilderness. One place they had never yet been was the place of the ultimate destiny, the promised land. Everything would be different in this place, and they would see and experience things they never had before. They'd never seen or experience. For that reason, they were, they were instructed to be ready for the unexpected. You have not passed this way before. This, of course, is an important message for us today. The larger revolution crossover will take us into dimensions we've never seen before. This means we'll not be able to say things like, oh, yeah, this is like the Protestant Reformation. This is like the Great Awakening in the Jonathan Edwards Day. Or this is like the Welsh Revival, even the Zulu Street Revival. The healing movement of the 40s and 50s or the Jesus movement of the 60s. There will be nothing to compare it to because God isn't trying to get us to relive history. The dimensions of the revolution will be very different from the past. Israel was used to circling in the wilderness and remembering every place they arrived at from the last time they were there. Every experience carries some degree of a deja vu, deja vu factor. Now, however, they were told to fasten their seatbelts or you have not been this way before. Now, see, talking about not being this way before and following the leadership of the Holy Spirit, because we're not familiar with this, that's even more reason why we got to wait on God. So, again, now, understanding, see, this is why I understand, and this is stuff the Holy Spirit has to teach you. You build up the presence of God. How do you build up the presence of God? You begin to praise and worship, you get in his word. And there, as we talk about when you're in his presence, then you can see, then you will you understand. You, because, like, how do I follow God? How do I follow somebody I don't see? How do I follow somebody that I, 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 it's not tangible? It's not tangible in the natural, but when you're connected in the spirit, remember, you got the Holy Spirit living inside of you. So when you connect with him through the praise and the worship, now you're sensitive to his leading. 
So again, so when you do that, you build up that environment. You sensitive it to his leaders. Then he's before you. So now you'll be, you'll be able to flow with God. See, we don't we don't understand it in the natural because it doesn't make sense. But when you begin, see, Holy Spirit will train us. That's how you follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit. That's why he's in front of you, and, and, and you say, well, I need to do this, or I need to do that. You'll just know. You'll know because you've been, you've been connecting with God. You'll know because you're connected with God. Just like when I was praying for somebody earlier about how finger being in that pool, and that pool is connected to God. See, once you, once you, once you make that connection, see, this is why it's all important, knowing God's word, knowing his word. All this stuff is with God trains you to walk in. It doesn't just happen overnight. But again, he's before you, you know his voice and his leadership, and you're following him. Again, in some cases you've never been before, so that's why it's important you follow his leadership. Israel was told to, Israel was told to follow the Ark of the Covenant, the vessel of the presence of God, by 2,000 cubits. Israel would not get in the land without coming in behind his holy presence. 2,000 cubits is a very prophetic measure. It gives us some insight into the specific time of our crossing over. Jesus Christ will become a prophetic fulfillment of the ark, the vessel of the presence of God, as he was God in the flesh, and in him dwelt the fullness of the Godhead. Interestingly, we are now about 2,000 years after Jesus made his appearance on earth. Hey, 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 can you call me down a little bit? Thank you. Oh, the first thing that seems to give us symbolic time and element of our revolutionary crossover to the promised land. From then, 6 and 2 also lends support to this possibility. After two days, he will revive us, and the third day, he will raise us up, and we shall live in his sight. We are told in Second Peter 2 and 8 that with the Lord a day is a thousand years. Usually these mathematics after two days translates to after 2,000 years. That's when he'll revive us. Our generation is a point in time for crossing over, but the last revolution will revival. We are in a dimension we've never entered before because he will revive us and raise us up. The Hebrew word for revive is chaya, which means to live prospering, to restore, to revive from sickness, from discouragement, from faintness, from death. Contrary to the belief of many, these blessings are I hope we can latch onto right here on earth right now. The reason he is reviving us is not so he can rapture us before the enemy wipes us out. Rather, he is reviving us to raise us up. The Hebrew quorum means to arise, to become powerful, to fulfill, to rise up and impose. Before he raptures us or takes us away, he's going to make us powerful. Before he bursts through the clouds to come get us, we're going to fulfill our missions and assignment. That mission and assignment is to impose the desires of heaven on earth. We will fulfill Jesus' prophetic prayer of Matthew 6 and 10, that God's will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, to establish heavenly reality before he comes. We're very familiar with the future reign of our king, but he also has a present and ever-increasing reign. Isaiah 9 and 7 tells us that of the increase of his government, there will be no end. His government will always be on the increase here on earth. As we arise and impose the will of God, the victims of our imposing are not people. People will benefit greatly. The victims will be the demonic powers and principalities. All else will take care of itself as we accomplish this assignment. He says, 
of the increase of his government, there will be no end. That means his government is on increase. And the difference of his imposing his will, see, when kingdoms of the earth impose their will, there's going to be some destruction. I'm not going to say there's not going to be a fire. But the difference is when God is saying people are going to benefit if you will submit to God, if you allow God to be God, then you will benefit and you will be blessed. But see, if we do the way the world system God, when you submit to them, you just have to submit to their form of government. So we have to understand the difference between the two. Israel did not own land, nor did they possess cities and nations, while they were in the wilderness for those four years. They were survivors with a defensive mentality. That sounds a lot like our culture. I'm talking about the black culture as a whole, as far as the, the, the things that were imposed on us in slavery. Their minds and spirits have been shut down to their potential by 400 years of servitude in Egypt. They had an ingrained poverty spirit brought on by Israel just trying to survive. Though God was supernaturally able to extract them from Egypt in just one day, it took him 40 years to extract Egypt from them. In fact, only two, Joshua and Caleb, were taken all the way from Egypt to the promised land. All others died in the unbelief on the way. Once it comes to Red Sea, the promised land could have been lost in a matter of days from a geographical standpoint. Yet it was 40 years before the people of Israel finally crossed the Jordan and began to take the nations that were promised to them. It's important that we understand that displacing these nations was the original promise God gave Moses from the burning bush. So now, this is the thing. They could have taken their nations in a matter of days from a geographical standpoint because they were only a few days away. But because they weren't ready, God let them walk in the wilderness for 40 years because they walked in unbelief. You can't take the promises of God if you're walking in unbelief. And so, again, that's why I said when, when we, we come to situations, circumstances, it's not the word of God. It's going to always come back to us. We we'll have reasons of why we didn't do this or why we didn't do that. But God, in his word, it begins to see you again. That's why I come back to training. You have to be trained how to do this. It doesn't happen overnight. God doesn't get uh, just because you feel this way. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You, get, you have to impose the will of God. If you're not, if you, you have to be filled with God's people are no punks. And see, we have to understand that. The Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard the cry because of the taskmasters by other souls. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and bring them up from the land into a good and large land, to land flowing of milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites, Amorites, Parasites, and Hivites, and Jebusites. This time is extremely relevant for us today. The wilderness was never promised to Israel. We too have lived the Christian wilderness experience for the last 2,000 years. But this was never God's original intent. His purpose is spelled out in Exodus 3. The paraphrase, he says, I've seen the cry and oppression of my people, and I don't like it. I'm not a sadistic God. My heart is to bless those who are called by my name with as much blessing as they can handle without self-destructing. I have a good and large land for them, a land of flows of milk and honey. I have unlimited abundance and unlimited favor for them there, and it's my heart to give it to them. The sneaky part of this promise is what he added as a throw-in. This place of promise was currently dominated by the Canaanites, Hittites, and a lot of ice. More detail alone will come later. The condition deal was laid out at the burning bush. Take the land of the nation by the land. Take the land 
other nations of the land and both will have incomparable blessings for you there. And that is our lesson for today. All right, questions, comments, criticism, conclusions. Okay, are we being true, active participants? You said true, active participants? Yeah. Well, on this, I mean, that says more than that because of the fact that we have to understand. Okay, first of all, that's why I said we're vessels. Mm-hmm. You know, God, God has his will, he's God, but we're vessels. So we, he's working through us. But, again, we have to learn how to line up with him and walk with him. And one thing I got asked with that word, he said, impose his will, that was very important because it's not going to just happen just because we want it to happen. It's going to happen because we force it to happen, but we got to force it according to his word, his will, and his way. Right. Now, while you was reading it, I was thinking about the word Christian, which Christians is only a reference to following Christ. But it was a lot that followed, but it was a lot there just to go back and uh, spread gospel. Gossip, 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 and not the gospel. You said gospel and not the gospel. Yeah. You had many that followed him just to go back to go tell somebody else what they thought they saw. Oh, okay. And then out of that, you have to, so that's why I said, be active participant and not just be there in name or word only. So active participants is learning the true definition of what you're studying. Two, apply it to your life. Three, walk in it, live in it. This is your, this, 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 this is your new you, your new norm of getting yourself ready and in order to be used as a vessel. Next um, analogy that was said, I could say that. Um, I'm a I'm I'm a working car, but I have no engine and no battery. So if I don't have that power, how in the world am I going to be a, a, a working anything until those things are put inside of me, and then um, the, the other components in order to get me to be up and running, and also to have the key to turn it on to get everything to work together. Uh oh. Thomas criticism. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. Anybody else got anything? I didn't catch all of it. 
I'm very irritated right now. <laughs> oh well, you know, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, because the phone kept cutting off. Whenever you said certain words, it will just turn off. It will just lose the call. So I kept having a call back in. So I was, um, yeah. So, but yeah. Well, I mean, basically, he was talking about Joshua. He's talking about, you know, the time frame. And I really like the part about where he said, you know, let the spirit of the Lord go before you. And because we're going to a place we've never been before. And I was just, you know, pointing out, he was pointing out how important that is for us to walk in that capacity. Especially when we're talking about a space that we've never been before, because you know what 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 can we draw from something we know nothing about? Nope, it didn't want me to hear it because it it cut off just as you was about to explain it. <laughs> you said just what? Just as you was about to explain like the the summary of it, it shut off again. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> you said it's just that basically what it said was, and the phone shut off. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is funny. Wow. Okay, I'll go back and listen to it on on the recording then. <laughs> Fix this. <laughs> well, I'm back on you. I'm sorry. No, no problem. No problem. Okay. You got me? Come on. Twenty-eight. Oh, okay. Okay. Anybody else got anything? Questions, comments, criticism, conclusions? If not, we can do prayer requests. I'd like to okay, I'll go for it. Take a second. Okay, so I got PC first and then Renee. Uh, you ready, Renee? Um, um, Felicia? Yes, sir. Um, uh, right. The phone cuts off, yes. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm, I'm, that's what I'm looking at now. I see. Well, that's what we, that's what we got, that's why we got to open this up to see. Well, they go up to they go up to the the thirty six. Will it take a thirty six? Because that's what I that's what I want. Because I'm looking at. I'm sorry. Oh, we got But you got over here. Look over here, man. Hold. Right, because I'm looking coming all. We see where I'm at. I think that would go there, but then we still got to frame it. You know, with a two by member, but. 
I'm looking at we can take Yeah, well, this is right, right. But I'm saying, you see, this is the wall here. We can go back to that. That's what I'm thinking. Going back to that, we're gonna put up a two by ten, two two by by something. (laughs) Right, right up against that. So we go from that, that right there, till same thing over. We won't be at thirty-six in there. Okay, so we probably. So I need to see. Now, the side, so is an odd side. Right, so I'm thinking they, if they have, so we are 32. 32. So that's what I need to go up there and see if they got a 32. If they got 34, that would be perfect. Okay. But if, like I said, but even with the 34, that's not going to give us. Um, right, no, because so we got to go to 32. Right, because we got to go to 32. Right, uh huh. That's two by two. Right, right, and a two by over there, right. Right. Okay, well, 32 is the best we can do. We okay. We can get by with 32. So, being that, having that said, is all we. Yeah, all of this got to come out, and we just going. You, you, you want to know something? All of this might not have to come out. I want to go from here back. Oh, I see what you're saying. Actually, because I was thinking, I was wondering. Right, you wanted that to stop up there anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That might not have to come out. Uh-huh. I just say, I say this might need to, because we need our two by attached. But even if we come here... If we come if we come back in here, then we could go with a thirty four or whatever. But this would just outside here would be outside of here would be just you know, be wouldn't be as wide as the door. Right. And who would give a damn about that? Right. I mean, far as moving stuff in, it still we couldn't bring nothing in. Right, 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 right. And we could we can even knock this back and to just make it look better and then yeah, right, right. Down just to make it look better. And we'll do our run from here in. So you think we need to get the door before we start tanning? I'm a, I'm going I'm gonna go up there now because I got eleven o'clock, I got an inspector coming, so I'm gonna go up there now so I can see what they got and then I'll call you. And you um or maybe we go up there both maybe let's go both up there together and then we can get the stuff then you can bring it back. Okay. Let's right. do that. Let's have it here. Right, right. That's what I said. Once we turn it out, we got to go with it. Okay. Go with it. Okay. Renee? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Renee, you ready? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You ready? But you're doing Felicia first. Oh, Felicia. Right, right, right. I'm sorry. Okay. You got Felicia? Yes, I'm here. Okay. All right, Father God, I want to pray for Felicia. Hana Bushi to go around to go say she 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 to go but there is great stirring and great moving in your spirit. Continue to sow into your spirit. Continue to build your spirit. Continue to let your spirit increase as God is directing you. 
And then you'll get the understanding. Just like we talked about that the, the, that the spirit of God went before the people. So mm-hmm. right now his spirit is increasing in you. Let let God be God. Let that happen. You don't have to understand that this is where you have to trust him. This is where you have to trust him and let him be God. He's increasing in you because he's preparing and directing you. Right now, you just sow. You just sow into your spirit, man. You just let, let, let that pour forth into your spirit, that which is needed, and then you will flow into the promised land. Now, why do I say flow? Because, see, this is what happens. You'll flow into the things of God because your spirit is where it needs to be, and you'll know his voice, and you'll just begin to walk. You won't be walking by your natural mind. You won't be walking by your own understanding. You will be walking according to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Now, remember, this is taking you into a territory that you are unfamiliar with, so you cannot walk according to what you know. God has purposely placed you and positioned you that way so that you must flow by your spirit. You will not be allowed to flow by your head. That's how this process is going to work. So you've made decisions. You've been walking thus far. It's only increasing in you. Continue to submit and let the Lord lead you, and you will find that you begin to rise up to do that which he has called you to do. Pull not back your hand and let God raise up inside of you, and the anointing will increase in a great and mighty way. Follow the Holy Spirit, and he will illuminate his path, and you will rise up and become the woman of God he's called you to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. You got that, girl? Hello? I'm back, yes. I'll I'll look to the recording and listen to the rest of it. Amen. <laughs> hey, look, it's just one of them days. That's all I can say. You, I got this going on over there. You got that going. Hey, you know what you got to do. What you got to do. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, no problem. All right, and now it's time for you, Renee. Okay, I'm here. Okay, you ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, Father God. Yes, you go round, you go say, 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 yes, 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 Father God. For both your Casara could take your combose, for Randy to go say, you go say, you combose, for Randy to go say, for Rambo Shirakasaka, Shiroko Sandrendish, Cosaraka, for Randy to go say, Shiroko go say, Shiroka. Father God, yes, 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 Father. Help her to see your path. Help her to see your leadership, Father. Help her to understand how you are carrying her, Lord. How you are blessing her father. She should go say she go say Help her Holy Spirit. She goes to the grandeur. She go say she go say. So she can continue to move in accordance with you, Father. She go say. Help her Holy Spirit. She should go say she go say. As you continue to impart your life inside of us. She go say. Help her Holy Spirit. She should go say she go say she go say she did it. The composer of God. As the Word of God is now beginning to be plain to her. 
She's beginning to flow with you, Lord. She's not pulling back into herself, but she is trusting and walking as you are leading her and directing her, Father. Keep your hand upon her heart and her life. Keep your hand upon her heart and her life so she can continue to be used by you, Father. She's desiring more, Lord. She's desiring more, Father. She's desiring more of you, Father. Bless her and anoint her. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Who's next? You can pray for me. Amen. Then me. Okay. Tam. I see a timidness and some fear. Hey, Wayne, help me get this thing out of here. I see some timidness and some fear. And a lot of I don't know what to do. Hmm. A lot of I, I don't know which direction to go. Hmm. And it's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to go anywhere. Uh, I think I do. Yeah, I do. All right. You ready? Go wash it. Whoa. Okay, I'm good. So, uh, what are you going to do about it? You're going upstairs. Upstairs in the kitchen. Yeah. So, what are you going to do about this? You have feminists. You have fear. You have reservation. Mm. And God said it's a done deal. It's a finished work. So what are you going to do? That's a question. Um, Well, it's interesting that you should bring that up because I was kind of talking to him about that in the wee hours of this morning. Let me just put it down wherever. So now that's a good thing. Yeah, for that. So you're recognizing that it's there, and you're talking to him about it. That means that you're trying to get his direction, not walking you. So that's a very good thing. Now I said that he says it's a finished work. What does that what does that tell you? That he's waiting on me. So what do you have to do? You need us? Uh, <laughs> okay. He's waiting on you and what? No, I said he's waiting on me. You said so what is that me? I, so what am I supposed to do? I said move. 
move where when you don't know which direction to go? Well, move to the uh-huh. Getting the word and praying and talking to them. Okay. Now, this is something else, Key. When you know there are specific issues, you know that there's fear there, you know that this and other, you find, you find in his word things that deal specifically with that, and you confess it over your life. So now, for example, you know that there's fear present. In his word, it says, God has not given me a spirit of fear. You find that in the Bible. You write it out. That's why you see all those things in my wall and and stuff like that. You find it in the Bible. You write it out, and you begin to confess that over your life. That's one way that you begin to deal with that. See, now, break this down into three components of who it comprises, be spirit, soul, and body. That's one thing that you begin to do. That's in the spiritual reading. You find specific scriptures that deal with that. Two, now, he's already given you direction as far as with the words, with that knowledge, with the books and things that he's given you. You begin to, you continue to read those. That's going to build up your spirit. He already said that you have a void inside of you that he's going to fill. He's going to fill that void, and he's already given you a path with those books. So now you continue to read. That's something he's given you to do. You continue to read. That's, that's your knowledge aspect, your soul aspect. So you, find, you, continue to, you continue to walk down that path. That's your soul. So you, you're feeding yourself in that capacity too. Then also your body. Like you said, you continue to move. You continue to do things. See, see, you continue to do things that he's called you to do. So now, if you will continue to deal with this on a threefold basis, spirit, soul, and body, you will find yourself growing. You will find yourself, find yourself, find yourself flowing, not just just walking and things. See, when we know certain hindrances that we I know that are, this is a problem that I have, then we need to do the exact opposite. I can't, I, you know. Again, if I procrastinate, then I got I got to make sure that I'm doing something. I can't push stuff off. I got to do it now. Those are the things that we must learn how to do so that we can attack that which we know things that are holding us in bondage. So you've got your assignment, you do your work, and from that you will find yourself flowing into that which God is calling you to do. Did I bring that school gun back down? I don't think I did. And one of the main things that you will learn along the way is to trust him. And when I say trust him, trust him in his, in his timing, trust him in his what he has you doing, trust that it's going to work. That's a whole lot of things. If we say trust him, and we just, yeah, trust God. Yeah, most of us don't do it, nor understand it. Just like you told me yesterday, asked me, well, what are you going to do about this? You got the meeting. I don't know. I'll deal with it tomorrow. I woke up this morning. He told me, okay, take the book with you. Do it later. Okay. I, I wasn't even concerned because, you know, I'm trusting him. I know this is something he wants me to do. 
So this is the way he wants me to do it, so I do it. And I'm trusting that everything is going to flow in the way that it needs to flow in order to get things done. So you, but again, everything, this is stuff that we have to, we have to learn how to walk in. So don't get frustrated, upset, because it doesn't happen overnight. Don't get frustrated and upset when you miss it, because you're going to miss, you're going to get mad, you're going to make mistakes, and you're going to fall into your own habits, but you just don't stay there. That's what you must learn how to do. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Okay. Are you All in right. route? Uh no. Actually I'm gonna be leaving in a little bit. Uh Morgan, you're next. Yeah. All right. Haramboyi <laughs> Make the word real and relevant to her, Lord. Make the word of God real and relevant to her, Father. Encourage her, Lord, to seek you. Encourage her to walk in accordance with what you have for her. Encourage her, Daddy God, to become the woman of God you're calling her to be. Let her not pull back into self but to walk out in you and to trust you, Father. Holy Spirit, continue to impart life, health, healing, restoration, all that is needed so she can do what you called her to do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Also, I'm going to send you some pictures that I want you to show my grandparents, please. You gonna send me some pictures of what? Of the school, so you can tell my grandparents. Oh, okay. All right, who next? So what's can next? you pray for my sweet mates because they need some help too? Sure. Father God, in the Word of God, it tells you to pray for your enemies. Lord, these are just situations and circumstances in life, Lord. But Father God, Morgan is saying, Lord, I want to choose your word to pray for those who are causing me trouble, conference, and tribulations. So I lift up her sweet mates right now, Father. Continue. I speak life, health, healing, and restoration over them. Continue, Holy Spirit. Continue, Father God. Continue, Father God. Continue, Father God. 
Amen. Is Eric on the line? You said what? Is Eric on the line? I have no idea, baby. Erica, click right if you're on the line. Okay, guess not. I'll just call her. Okay. For those listening, for some reason, I know Felicia was saying she was having problems with the call today. It's not registering. Talk show is not registering our call today. Mm. Mm. It's funny. Ever, ever since I started this book, there have been fights, confrontations, not problems with the phone. They're interesting. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, it is what it is. All right, anybody else? You can pray for me. I can pray for you. Okay, who's that? Okay, who's that I'm about to pray for? Oh, okay. I Yes. Hmm. There are things that are beginning to line up and make sense. There are things that you're beginning to see and understand that you didn't at first. Continue to let God increase in your heart and your life. Continue to let his anointing carry you. Continue to let his word cover and keep you. And you will find that you have the capacity to do that which he's called you to do. Don't back down because you see it in you and you say, I can't do it. But seek him. Seek him, and through that, you will begin, just like we on the line, we're talking about strategic path and direction. You will begin to see what you couldn't see before. So just stand firm, be encouraged, and let God be God. Do those things he's instructed you to do. You will then begin to rise up and become the woman of God he's called you to be. Don't back down. Seek him and walk it out. Walk it out. Walk it out. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right, who's next? Anybody else want prayer? Anybody else want prayer going once? Anybody else want prayer going twice? Anybody else want prayer going three times? 
Okay. All right. Somebody pray for me and get out of here. Father, we look this morning, your child, your special child. Father, we thank you. We thank you for Sam, Father. We thank you for his creation of this call. We thank you, Father, of his obedience of getting up every morning and leading this call. We thank you, Father, for giving him the ability to to multitask so that he can do your will directly and indirectly. Father, we continue to pray for his obedience, for his discernment, for his patience, his perseverance. Father, we pray for health and wellness, not only for him, but for his household and his family. Father, we we pray that you continue to bind the efforts of the enemy who is always trying to find a way to get at him. And since he can't come at him directly, he uses situations and circumstances and other people. Father, we thank you that he will pass this inspection this morning and that the paperwork will proceed as you have already decided. We thank you, Father, for his continued faith and his continued seeking of you. We thank you, Father, for the blessings that he bestows upon others, whether he realizes it or not. And, Father, we thank you, as always, for your unconditional love, your mercy, and your grace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. So I'll talk to you all later. We got a new
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.